Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We want to thank you for tuning in last week. Absolutely, yes. When we talked about Sarah, the woman that laughed at God. Mm -hmm. So that was super fun. I'm Trisha. And I'm Evangelist Lorian. And we're kicking, kicking it with Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> so this week, week two, we're going to be talking about the five sisters, and that will be Evangelist Lorian talking. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this. I am because I really feel in my heart that, you know, these five sisters propelled a almost like a movement, mm. you know, even in their time, their generation that eventually thrust to us. Right. You know, um, so <clears throat> I actually just want to stop and it was just something that God put in my heart to stop with their names and mm. the meaning of their names. Oh yeah. So the oldest was Mala, which means forgiven. Yeah. Very, very interesting. The second was Noah, which means rest. The third was Hagla, which means dancing. Malka was the fourth, which means queen. And Terza was the baby of the family. And her name means delight. Mm. And I just found it very interesting how, you know, the Bible really doesn't talk about their mother, but they do talk about their father. And the Bible says that their father, Zarephad, died for his own sins in the wilderness. And when they said that, it was, you know, when God said to Caleb and, and Joshua, go and, and one person from each tribe, go spy out the land and see if right, we can right. take it. So this is this is when they were in the wilderness for 40 years. Right, right. 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 And, you know, they come back and, you know, everybody, one person from each tribe are like, oh, no, mm. we, oh, no, we cannot. Right. Except there was like a for, lot, right? There were a lot of people. Right. There. They were like, no, they got scared. Yeah, they yeah. did. And they, they said, you know, we're like grasshoppers and they're yeah. giants, you know? Yeah, right. And, um, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I feel in my heart that, you know, it was a, I think it was a lack of faith. You oh, know? yeah. Scared. Absolutely. They, I mean, who wouldn't be? seen these giants. Like, I would have been like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I would have to wonder, you know, you see, God, not only do 10 plagues on Pharaoh in Egypt, but you, he pots the Red Sea. He makes bread come down from heaven every morning right quail to eat water from a rock which can we just talk about that red sea though really quick because that's yeah. like the most important thing um that like everyone knows about parting the red sea right, if, right. even if you don't read the bible you know that they say that he parted the red sea mm -hmm. and when you say like you know how like when water goes out like low tide mm -hmm. the ground is soft Yes. right the ground is soft yes. so when i think about that like 
all those people that crossed the, the Red Sea, the ground had to have been hard. The Bible says it was. It was hard. So there's no way besides God doing that, Absolutely. that the, the water, the sand wouldn't have been able to sink until the Egyptians came through and then God was like, nope, see you later. Yeah. And came, <laughs> like, you know what I, mean? I just right. find that to be so fascinating because how many people crossed the Red Sea? A million plus. And it was hard. Right. You know, and right. they had, it wasn't just people. They had like their stuff, right? Mm. So they probably had wheelbarrows Absolutely. or donkeys or whatever. Mm. And they were able to cross. Like, I just find that fascinating. And even, you know, on the wheelbarrows, you have elderly right. men and women. Right. You got children, so that weighs the wheelbarrow down. Right. You know, the donkeys are... There would have been no way besides that there is a God that actually did that. Because I know that the, with some unbelievers, they'll say, well, the Red Sea parts all the time. Okay, right. but does it? Is it dry? Right. Because there's no way. Right. It's just, um, it's just amazing to me, that part. You know, and I, I think moments like that they had to have just like us I mean they saw experienced phenomenal phenomenal miracles right I mean darkness in Egypt them light right Frogs, locusts, lice, right. I mean, name it. Ten plagues were just, you know, then the angel of death. Right. And it passes by them mm. with the blood, which represents Jesus. Right. But the blood on their door and the angel of death goes by. I mean, and I think to myself, I know we kind of bunny trailed, but, <laughs> but, you know, don't we do that? Yeah. You know, all these miracles that God has done on our behalf. Let's say the only miracle you ever get is salvation and your name is written in the Lamb's Book right. of Life. You don't always feel like a Christian. You don't always feel like God's close. Right. Most of the time you feel like he's so far away, right? Right. But there's been moments in your life where... You should have been dead, but you're not. Right, yeah. You should have been in an insane asylum, but you're not. You know, so many things. I mean, I know with you, you know, I don't, but, you know, God, will I ever get pregnant? And boom, right, right, you know, right. he, this child that you prayed for, right, just, you know. So we are just like them. We really are. We are really just like them. So when we read, we can't say, what are you, an idiot? Right. Because, you know. I mean, I do say that for sure. <laughs> right. But, because, you know, I'm not Jesus. But it is true. Yeah. It is. It is. Because, you know, like like you said, it. we have more times of doubting, like, that God's there mm. than times that God is there. Like, that we feel God there. Or like, wow, he really moved or, you know, I prayed this specific prayer and he answered me 10 hours later. We have more, less times of those. So we have to always remember where God was with us so that our, ourselves can be filled with, um, 
that like joy and all that stuff just to be to remember that right you know right you know and I'll 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 go back in one second but even today you know walking this morning um you know just talking to Jesus a little bit and I heard him say to me inside that small whisper you know mm. and he just said to me Lori remember my promises over you through the years right and the one that came to my heart is what's coming is going to be better than what is in the than what was in the past right and your your greater your future will be greater than your former because it, my life right now you're like well Exactly. You know, and the waiting is the right. the hardest part because our time is not his time. Come on, and the waiting. You know, it, not to keep going off track, but just thinking about this on the way to church on Sunday, I was thinking about how God's time is not our time. Mm. So just thinking about time, like our time is five fifty eight, whatever, right? And then we're gonna go to bed tonight, but there's gonna be somewhere in the world that people are still up. The entire world isn't sleeping at the same time where God's like, okay, I have a break. Right. I don't have to do anything because right. everyone's sleeping, nothing's happening. No, God is consistently and constantly searching the world and looking at his people because at every single time of the day, there's somebody awake. And I just find it amazing that, that that's what he's doing. Our time is not his time. He doesn't tire from watching us he doesn't and my pastor was talking about he's he's looking waiting for somebody to make that connection with him and be like hey and he's like oh i can help that person that mm. person wants me that person's knocking knocking at the door and they're letting me in mm. so i just find it amazing that our time isn't his time you know isn't it amazing how he steps into our time right for us but we Whew. get impatient with the waiting mm. you know what i mean we get right. impatient of the waiting where god is just up there watching us because there is no i'm there is no nighttime there's no sleeping in heaven you know like he's right. not, he doesn't he doesn't get tired and have to go to bed and oh i another day is tomorrow like we're the ones that like you just said about your like your future and like i know what god said to me and I know that he promises me happiness, mm. but what about right now? Right. And when does that come? Right. I want it now. I don't want to wait. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> Boy, do I know. <laughs> like, hello? <laughs> Are you still there? Right? And sometimes I think it's, it's, it's in the waiting where he's producing he's making something great right we just don't see it because no. all we see is hello our impatience right right and he's producing something great in us you know and um i believe that one day we'll wake up and we'll be like wow okay right it where all makes that, sense now right where yeah. did that come from right you know right. sideswipe and that's how god is right you know, his beauty and his majesty is so, just when we think we know, right. you know, just when we, we think know. we know. Okay, so let's back go to back. Back to my sisters. 
So, you know, these, these sisters, their father, um, he had no sons. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, and I picture inside my heart and in my head as they dare, this is what I put this one in, they dare to step into a social space that's completely men. Right, right. Like, Especially I mean, then. picture this. Right. Five girls amongst men. Moses is there. Eleazar the priest is there. Aaron's there with all his kids. The chieftains, which were 70 plus, and then the whole assembly. Right. So we're talking thousands of people. Right, of men. 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 Five women. And back then, too. Exactly. Like you weren't even... Like, who are you? Right. Like, <laughs> so, you know, and I, I said, um, in my heart, this is when I was praying this morning and seeking God, I believe that they not only moved without hesitation and boldness, with complete and utter confidence, but they also moved in wisdom and humility. Yeah. Because there's no way all those dynamics working together, especially wisdom and humility, mm. opened. And I believe that they understood that God was a God of justice because yeah. for 40 years they were in the desert and they saw God like right. what is right is right and what is wrong is wrong and there is no in between. Right. So they walked in that and they presented themselves with this request. And I believe truly that God said yes because of the heart that they all had their boldness absolutely yeah. absolutely and you know to sit there and for all of the men i can only imagine trisha how that must have been oh yeah for sure standing there five sisters and all they have is each other right because their dad's not there right he's gone right. he's in heaven and they present this request and they say, why, why should our father's name die because he had no sons? Why can't we? And so Moses had no, the Bible says Moses had no answer except he had to go before God. Right. And God said, they're right. And then he God said give them the land and then down the road a little bit there was like a little bit of a hiccup because now if they marry their land can't go to someone else right so they had to marry within their tribe which you know which nowadays I feel like they all did that anyway yeah <laughs> I mean nowadays you don't marry your cousin right. you know what I mean? Or at least aunt, let's uncle. let's pray you don't do like, that but you know they did they they married within their clan so it was their cousins you know two three four generations let's right. pray but um 
Not there for <laughs> You know, and so, you know, I, I would have to say, you know, I would pray that God would give me that kind of boldness. Yeah. But most of all, that humility and that wisdom to know when to talk and when to shut up. Right. You know right. what I mean? When to go before God and fast and pray and when to just back up and just wait on the Lord, you know? I think that's the hardest, especially nowadays, mm. because back then, the way I look at it is back then, they just, they that's just what they did all the time. They did fast and pray all the time, where now we are just so busy so to speak, right. that we fit it into our schedule. It's not like it was back then. I right. feel like they connected in a, in a different way than we do. Like they could hear God more because of the way they fasted and prayed. Right. They, they centered themselves with, with God. And that's the truth. Where we, as a people, are so busy all the time. We, all, we have to remind ourselves. We have to put reminders on our phone. You know, like it's just, it's just different. It's different and that's true which propels me to say to you um, I am going to do a, a fast January 9th through the 14th if you'd like to join anybody if you'd like to join um, just leave a, a comment below and we'll give you all the details but January 9th through the um, 14th and it will be a complete fast. So it's only water. So, um, and it's for five days. So I was planning on doing the fast with my church in January. Yeah. They do the Danielson fast. Yeah. So I'll have to see when they're doing it. Okay. Um, okay. Before I make a complete decision. Cause I do want to do the January fast. I just, I know that on Sunday I already told myself that right. I was going to fast this year for the full time. Right. And try to get as too many at, get to as many prayer nights that I can right. at my church while they're doing the fast. Um, so I definitely will let you know though okay. for sure when Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. So I want to, um, I want to, I want to say this. So because of these women and what they did and how they did it, if you go down now this story is in numbers mm -hmm. the book of numbers in the old testament in the 27th chapter and like i said when we were talking earlier when we got bunny trailed for a second <laughs> it was caleb and joshua that went with one person from each tribe to go spy out the land right and it was joshua and caleb that were both in agreement and said you know we can take this land. So, you know, Joshua, Moses passes away. Joshua takes over Moses's position. Right. And Caleb is, you know, he's a homeboy to Joshua. They are right, best friends, right, right. you know? Yeah. So go into the book of Joshua and I believe it was the 15th chapter of Joshua and there is a woman Aksa which is the daughter of Caleb interesting 
And she says, she goes right into her dad. She's the only girl. And she says, dad, and I'm just paraphrasing it my way, okay? Right, right. <laughs> um, he says, what do you want, daughter? Dad, I want land, but I also want water. Mm. And I really believe my, again, I can picture this stuff inside of myself. Right, right. She heard the story. She wasn't there when the five women went before the assembly. Right. But she heard the stories. And it, yeah, yeah. And it had to have been inspiring. Because, I mean, let's face it, Trish. We read the Bible and doesn't God, like, I mean, some days are better than others, but God will set a fire in you while you're reading and you're like, and the book just comes to right. life, yes. right? Yeah. I believe it, it was the same with Axa. She heard the stories of the five sisters and it did something inside of her being the only child mm. and being a female. Right. And she got her land. That's awesome. And, and she water. got water. That's awesome. So, you know, you never know when God calls you to a thing. You never know what God calls you to do, how it's going to propel someone else. Right. Into maybe their destiny in Jesus. Right. That's good. And that actually just reminded me of Sunday service too. Um, my pastor Jordan was talking about the fire within. And um, he was talking about how you can feed your fire mm. by who you're hanging out with or what yes. you're listening to or what you're Agreed. reading or something like that. You know, you're feeding the fire within you, but what are you feeding? And um, that, that just reminded me of that girl when you said that is she heard something and she's feeding her soul to what those five sisters did. Yes. And she wasn't being greedy or anything like that, but she was feeding herself what they heard. We yep. do the same thing. What are we listening to or watching or reading or what people are we hanging out with? That's, you know that's what I mean? incredible. Like, I think that... I don't think that as Christians we should only ever hang out with Christians. Absolutely, I don't. Not. Yeah, I don't I agree, agree with that at all. I, I think that we should be we should be the light for God for Jesus to everybody. Yes, it just how we're acting and how our balancing of Jesus and unbelievers is. Yes, and um, if you're only hanging out with unbelievers all the time mm. and you're not feeding that fire, then what they have is going to feed your fire. Right. You know? Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a proven thing. Look in the word over and over and over again. I mean, it's clearly there. Right. You know? And so I agree that, you know, Jesus himself even said, right. you know, you don't light a lamp and put it under the table. Right. You light the lamp. You put it on the table so the whole room has light. Right. And it's like us. Jesus comes in. It's not us. It's him. Right. Now, let him shine in you. And people will be drawn to that. 
it's not us that they desire right it's jesus in us that they desire right and you know we always have to remember and be humble onto that come on because we can become christians and we can understand that but then we can be christians for a long time and be like oh they just want to be around me yes and it's not i agree with that a thousand i'm not a good person like i try to be a good person but i am not so if i'm being kind or compassionate that's jesus through me because most times i don't want to be kind and compassionate you know what i mean so (laughs) i do let's be humble (laughs) enough to know that it ain't ever us Mm -hmm. that people are seeing when we have that light right you know what i mean and there is a difference between being saved and being kind and compassionate and not being saved and being kind and compassionate there is two different ways you can still be kind and compassionate and not know jesus but you when you know jesus and when you have a relationship with him the kind and compassion comes from your heart and you want to be kind and compassionate like he was you want to love that person even though that person may rub you the wrong way you know what i mean it's not fake it's not well i just have to do that because it is what it is i'm just gonna be and then turn around and talk about them and that's the truth you know what i mean that's the truth a thousand percent it is you know it's funny you know as as you come to jesus and you let that light shine and you feed like you said that fire these things inside of you these gifts that you've always had them but most of them were lying dormant within some of them start to spring to life you know and so one of my gifts and i learned this early on is there's a lot of times where i'll go somewhere and god will start to speak to my heart about someone so today i went to dunkin donuts (laughs) and you know it it's funny but it's not because (laughs) you know and if i don't do it then god will get me inside you know and i'm like because i've tried that too so i ignore it i really do try to ignore it and yeah he's like you're not hello So I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I was I was sitting with a friend of mine and um, there was this young girl and I could just feel the overwhelming sadness and depression mm. that she continuously is like in this revolving door and you know like those doors you step in and yeah. you, yeah. you know... And if you don't step out in the right time, you're going around again. Um, I felt as if, and that's, you know, what I seen, it was just constant for her. And I had to call her. um, And I said, I called her by her name. And I said what I said to her, you know, God has a destiny for you yeah. and you, you can, you can step out of this depression and this, this sadness. And, um, the only thing that she, I mean, I know that she heard me, but she looked at me and she goes, how did you know my name? <laughs> you know, and I just, you know. And I said, I'd like to hold your hand and I'd like to pray for you. And, um, you know, it was just, it's an amazing thing when you do feed the fire of mm. Jesus within you. 
and these gifts that he's given you and you use them for his name and for his glory you know and so now my prayer is that this young girl her name will be recorded in the lamb's book of life right and i'll see her one day if right. i never see her here again on earth i'll see her again when i finally die and i'm i'm right. with right. jesus you know because let's face it and depression is running rampant in this world oh so Trisha, bad. like it's sad 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 to me it's crazy and it's like at the end of the day I want to be able to tell somebody what Jesus did for me with my anxiety is it healed am I completely 100% healed now that I'm walking with Jesus no I still battle it but the difference is when I talk about it I don't say I have anxiety mm. I say anxiety is taking over or that it's I'm battling with anxiety today it's not who I am right. it's something that's attacking me right it's not it's like I separated it rather than it's who I am right. I'm just an anxious person no I'm not just an anxious person that's not how God made me I just battle with that enemy we fight a right. lot Absolutely. you know and it's like that enemy is is running rampant on this world it's just the amount of people just that I know personally that have you know they're like oh I have just mild depression why why and it's 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 because it's running yeah to running this world sometimes Trisha it's generational right you know um, sometimes you know the Bible calls it cares of this life that way and you know when he says that that's that's a real thing the cares of this life the worries of this life mm. they weigh you down right and you know without I don't know how people do it without Jesus right because I mean I don't know about you but even with Jesus there's times like now you know the cares of this life the worry of finances and how we're gonna do it and you know God and it's constant like God I don't know how you're gonna do it but I know that you're gonna do it right right and I have to keep saying that right. because see I, I believe and we, we got to wrap it up but I believe that when you become a follower of Christ, when you're walking with Jesus, when you have a relationship mm, with mm. Jesus, Jesus will take certain things out of your life. Yes. From the stem. Like, loneliness was for me. Like, mm. from the moment I was born, I just felt lonely. Like, right. deep, 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 deep in my soul felt lonely. And that was my entire life. I'm 34, going to be 35 years old my entire life up until I was, I would say 32 years old. So 32 years, this lonely feeling of not being wanted by mm. anybody. I can now say when I've put my full relationship into Jesus, that from the stem came out, that loneliness that was deep inside, yes. that I can't really even explain how to explain it to somebody, is not there no more. Do I get sad and do I feel like, you know, I'm isolated because I'm a stay-at-home mom with two children? Yes. Mm. But that loneliness, that 
feeling yes. inside, that's gone. And I don't even, I don't even know when that happened. I just know that I was thinking about it a couple months ago and like, wow, you know what? I don't feel that anymore, but I can tell you what is different is that every day I'm talking to Jesus, every day I'm praying to him and I'm not perfect at all, but my relationship is deeper with him because Mm. I speak to him more and more and more. So I do believe that Jesus will take certain things and take it from the root and take it out. But, um, and it's funny because it was in um, The Chosen, the first episode, when Jesus is talking to little James. And he says that he's not going to heal him. Mm. I do believe that there's certain things in our life. Like maybe at some point in my life, anxiety will be taken out by the root. But I believe that there's a reason why I still battle it. Yeah. And it could be because I'm going to help somebody else with it. Because now instead of just having defeat with the anxiety, when I feel anxious, I stop and I close my eyes and I say, Jesus, center myself. Mm. Center me. Center me. Remember, let me remember that you're still here with me. And it's not overtake this anxiety that I feel that I feel like I can't breathe isn't taking over my life. And it goes away. But I center myself on him where I never did that before. Amen. So I don't know if God will ever take that away. But it's going to help somebody else. Exactly. Or it's going to continue to make me go to the foot of Jesus every time. And that may be just something that's my journey that I need to always do so that I don't forget. Absolutely. You know? Yep. So. You know, you you hit it. I mean, completely you hit it. Because either way, God gets the glory. Right, exactly. You know, whether he removes it and you're free or you keep it, he gets the glory. Right. You know, just put your name where Paul's was. Right. You know, he asked Jesus three times, please remove this thorn from my flesh. And finally, the third time, God said, no, in your weakness, I'm made strong. Right. So good. And that's the truth, right? That is so good. That's the truth. So, you know, for anybody that, you know, any of these words reside in your heart and you feel like we do, you know, um, God, will you ever deliver me? Will you ever set me free? And you struggle and you depression and sadness and anxiety whatever the case alcoholism drug addiction whatever the case may be you're not alone you're not in this alone there's so many people and we are here to pray you through to guide you through you know we're coming up with the you know these people each week but you know we're trying to be transparent right. and open right you know right um so if you if you feel like that let us pray for you we're going to come together right now and we're going to pray for you so
Father, in Jesus' name, as we come together as one, we pray for each person that may be listening, that are struggling in their hearts and in their minds and the battle is real for them. Mm. And they feel like they're on the brink of just throwing their hands up and just saying, that's it. Jesus, I pray that you would step into their atmosphere, mm -hmm. their room, their bathroom, mm -hmm. their basement, their car, wherever they may be. And I pray, Jesus, that your presence would be known, that you would saturate them first and foremost with your love, because your word says that a love covers a multitude of sin. Yes. It's your love that propels us to seek you. It's your love that is something that we as humans don't understand nor comprehend. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I pray that you would break every chain of depression, yes. every bondage of sadness, every chain of anxiety. Mm -hmm. I pray for freedom because whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed. And so Lord, we come to you believing that you are a God that hears and a God that moves. So move upon their hearts, Lord, and touch them with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we want to thank you for um, tuning in to our episode two. Yes. Um, don't forget to tune in next Tuesday. We're mm -hmm. going to talk about Joshabed. <laughs> I probably messed that one up. <laughs> Joshabed. Joshabed. Um, she is Moses' mother. Mm. So if you want to know about her and what she did, with a basket. Tune in next Tuesday. Woo. And uh, thank you for kicking it with Jesus. Woo. <laughs> Have a wonderful night. God bless you. Bye. Bye-bye.